0: Out of the six types of joy that the Holy Spirit revealed unto me. The second one for today is the joy of your salvation. The joy of your salvation. The joy of my salvation. David prayed to God after his immoral affair with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah. Pleaded. He pleaded for a clean heart. In Psalm 51 verse 11. He pleaded with the Lord not to chase him out of his presence. He had the joy of the presence of the Lord. But yet, his joy was not complete. And he requested for God to restore the missing joy. In Psalm 51 verse 12, he says, restore to me. Restore to me. The joy of your salvation. He was praying this prayer in the very presence of the Lord. He said, cast me not away from your presence, O God. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Verse 12, restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous Spirit. David so badly needed the restoration of the joy. Of the salvation of the Lord. Oh. Oh. Sin is the strategy. The devil uses to steal. The joy. Of salvation. Of many believers. The joy of salvation. Is the joy you experience. As a righteous child of God. It is the joy that flooded your soul the day you received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Do you remember the day you became the righteousness of God? (laughs) The day your old nature was buried. Oh, that day, a special brand of joy, a special, unique brand of joy flooded your soul, flooded your spirit. Oh, you felt different. You experienced something within that you could not explain with words of mouth. At least that was my experience. The joy of salvation is so powerful that it is even felt and celebrated in heaven among angels. Luke chapter 15 verse 10 says, Likewise, Jesus speaking, I say to you, There is joy. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So you see that what simultaneously triggers joy on earth and in heaven is the target of the devil. Like a roaring lion, the devil is looking for means and ways to terminate the joy. Salvation. He would deploy every possible force to ensure that your joy of salvation is not long lasting. He is by every means committed to causing sorrow by making you fall into the temptation of sin so that the joy, the joy of his salvation, can be taken from you. The joy of salvation is sustained, sustained until a child of God commits sin. Sin depletes the joy of salvation and it can be very, very obvious. I have by God's grace the son brethren who have lost their joy of salvation. I could obviously see that their joy is not complete even when they try to fake it or try to be hypocritical about it. Many people are living insane in the church today and they pretend, they pretend to have joy. <laughs> if you observe them in the spirit, you will see so much struggle so much struggle and personal effort to prove that they are joyful they try to fake it but it wouldn't work no it wouldn't friends one of the worst things that can happen to a believer who falls into any type of sin is the failure to admit that the joy of salvation is gone is gone the pretense That everything is fine even when things are not in order is the greatest self-deception that only produces temporary joy. Temporary joy. David did not pretend because he knew. He knew that the joy of the hypocrite is but for a moment according to Job chapter 20 verse 5. David pleaded with the Lord. He was unashamed about it. He had one cry. Restore. Restore the joy of your salvation. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said that every sin committed by a believer, a child of God, takes away some level of the joy of salvation. Yes, joy is like the spiritual benzene or gas that foils the life of a believer. It produces strength for the journey. Yes, the presence of God is the joy station, like a gas station, like a petrol station, like a benzene station. That is where you get your joy. Yes. In his presence, his fullness of joy. That is where you get your tank filled and ready to go. But remember that you must return daily to foil your joy tank daily. Give us this day our daily bread. It is a daily desire, a daily thing to come back to his presence and get your joy tank filled. To continue endlessly Without returning into his presence. It's like driving your car on a very long distance journey. Without a plan to stop over to fill your gas tank. The further you go from God's presence. The more you deplete your joy level. Sin takes you away from God's presence. It takes you away from your joy station. And the further you go. The more you use your reserve the more you use your reserve. There are days my wife and I fills up the gas tank of our car and we can drive around. We can drive around for weeks without returning to the gas station for a refill. Yes, a little drive here and there within our city gradually impacts on the gasoline in our car. The impact of our short journeys is cumulative. As such, it is not very instant. You don't see it. You drive here, you drive here, you go here, you go to the stop, you come back, you go here. You don't see the immediate impact of these short, short journeys on your gas meter, or your petrol or benzene meter. It's not very obvious. But later, after some time, you will see the overall impact after some time. So it is with some type of sin. Some type of sin, a little lie here, a little pride, a little anger, a little covetousness, a little ego, arrogance, speaking evil of another person, a little lust, little as they may be, they would certainly and surely have a heavy impact. On your joy. After a period of time. After a period of time. What many Christians do not realize. Is that these little foxes. Here and there. A little sin here. A little lie here. A little pride here. Eventually will have some long-term dangerous effect. On your joy. On your joy. And before you know it, your strength is completely gone. That is why the writer of Solomon advised in Songs of Solomon chapter 2, verse 15, saying, Catch us, the foxes. Catch us, the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. Little, they are small. They are not significant. They are little, like small, small rats. They are there. Damaging things slowly, 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 slowly until things are damaged beyond control. My dear, catch up the little things, the little sins, the little lust, little rage, little, little sins, those things, those things that beset us, beset us. That drains the joy. They cause a leakage, a pinhole leakage in your gas tank, in your joy tank. And before you know it, after some time, after some time, your joy, the joy of your salvation is drained completely. You may not experience their impact yet, friends. But if you do not do something urgent to arrest the situation, the impact may come so suddenly when you least expect it. You may be flirting with somebody outside your marriage and the Lord is warning you and you are not taking it seriously. You may be doing something little, 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 but these little foxes will cause an overall impact that may damage things beyond control. Friends, don't lose the joy, the joy of his salvation. On the other hand also, there are days my wife and I will drive so far by reason of a ministerial assignment. And by the time we return home later at night, the full tank of gasoline in our car is completely used up, gone at such times we are left with two options get a refill or go on go on ignore the warning signs and get stranded so it is with certain type of sin with a certain type of sin that is a certain journey you embark on that would take you so far from God's presence and completely, instantly deplete the joy of your salvation within a short period of time. Yes, David committed adultery, combined with deception, and ultimately with mother of the husband of Bathsheba. Oh. That combination of sin instantly depleted the joy of his salvation. Completely, completely and took him far away from the presence of God. So far David went that even when God sent the prophet Nathan to confront the sin of David, the prophet had to do it delicately with wisdom to avoid an erratic reaction that could cost him his life also. Friends, (laughs) if the word of God or a message from God that confronts your sin has to be carefully and delicately presented to you to avoid an outburst of anger, (laughs) then you should know that your sin has taken you very far away from god's presence and certainly certainly your joy of salvation is gone is gone once a man is taken far away from god's presence he depletes in joy because his access to the joy of god's presence is cut off the prodigal son also took everything and left for a very far country Luke chapter 15 verse 13 to 14 says, And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and it began to be in want. Going very far from the presence of the Lord will in no time cost you the joy of your salvation. The reality is that once the joy of salvation is lost or completely drained, the capacity, please pay attention, the capacity to hold things together becomes practically degraded, completely Completely degraded. Those who have lost their joy of salvation because of some secret sins find it very difficult to hold things together. I have observed that sinning believing students find it very difficult to put their education together. Marriages become very difficult to put together when the joy of salvation is lost as a result of sin. The prodigal son, who took so much goods and resources from his father, could not hold his inheritance together. In a few days, he was down, down to ground zero, eating with pigs. A son of a wealthy man became eating mates with pigs. The joy of your salvation empowers you with so much strength to hold things together. To hold things together. Your capacity to multiply things increases when your joy is full. The moment a man or woman begins to live in the sin of adultery, The capacity to hold the marriage together is gone. Adultery by means of pornography, adultery by means of immorality, adultery by means of lust in the heart. It depletes your joy, the joy of your salvation. And in no time, holding the marriage together becomes impossible. Regardless of the amount of money that such a man may possess or such a person may have, it loses grip and things will surely fall apart david lost his grip over his own family yes yes he lost he lost his grip the family became a mess he lost the joy of his salvation he lost his strength to pull his home together the family fell into disarray his family was characterized with rape His own son raped his own daughter, Murder. His own son killed another son, rebellion. His own son rose up against him and slept with his concubines in the open. Abomination and death reigned in the family of David. And David could not do anything about it. He could not hold the family together. He could not rebuke his own children. He could not stop the the mess, the death that was going on in his family. Why? He lost strength. Why? He lost the joy of the salvation of the Lord. A man who pulled Israel together at 17, when the nation's army was in complete disarray, because of Goliath, could not pull his own family together because he lost his strength when he lost the joy of the salvation of the Lord. Friends, protect the joy of the salvation of the Lord so that things do not fall apart. Rise against the temptation of the enemy to derail you and to tempt you to commit sin. Walk away from the enticement of sin. Walk away from the enticement of sin. The momentary pleasure of sin in any form or shape is not worth the pain, the stress, and the sorrow that would follow. The joy of His presence and the joy of His salvation are two of the six types of joy that you must never, never joke with. May the Lord strengthen you as you make a renewed commitment to enjoy God's presence and keep your helmet of salvation intact. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Paraventure, you are listening to me this morning. And you know within you that you have lost your joy, the joy of his salvation. You are no longer happy. You are no longer excited. You, don't, you no longer feel that sense, that joy within, within you anymore. This morning, I want to pray with you. The joy of your salvation is gone and your education is falling apart. The joy of your salvation is gone and your business is falling apart. Your children, your home, your marriage is falling apart. From the day you got involved... With that, 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 that person. From the day you stole from your office. From the day pride came over you. You have lost the joy of your salvation. And today the Lord is saying, I want to restore. I want to restore. Will you confess before him? Will you ask him and say, Lord, I am tired. Like David, restore unto me the joy of your salvation. The joy of your salvation. You may be in his presence, but not have the joy of his salvation. Ask the Lord this morning. Father, this morning, in very few words I pray, restore the joy of your salvation into the lives of your children.
1: In Jesus' name, amen. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Restore. So worshiping creating me clean oh. creating And yeah.